0: Madam, she laughed. My name is Kija. I shall do Say Krishna,
1: Jitana, Krishna Dharananda, Say the weekly Krishna Consciousness Radio program. a Veda, Say a Krishna Say we welcome you to Shri Siddhartha Giridhari Temple on 1229 Kotul Riverhead Highway, Kumu, also known as Highway 28. Um, every Sunday, there's a Sunday Feast program, which begins at 12.30 p.m. with Arthi. And then there's a discourse on Bhagavad Gita. And at 2.15 p.m., there's Guru Puja of Iskcon's founder, Acharya, His Divine Grace, AC Bhakti Vedanta Swami Sri Prabhupada. And at 2.30 p.m., there's Mahapashadam. This Tuesday, the 25th of May, there is the festival of Lord Narcimha Dev's Appearance Day called Narasimha Tutu Dashi. It begins at 4.30 a.m. with Candlelit Mangal Aarti, and the evening program begins at 6.30 p.m. with a yagna. This week's reading is from Transcendental Teachings of Prahalad Maharaj, written by His Divine Grace, AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada, read by Radha Padma Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.
2: We are reading from the Transcendental Teachings of Pralat Maharaj by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, Founder Acharya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. The Dear Most Person, Today I shall speak before you of the history of a boy devotee. His name is Prahlad Maharaj and he was born in a family which was stubbornly atheistic. There are two kinds of men in this world. One is called the demon and the other is called the demigod. What is the difference between them? The main difference is that the demigods or godly persons are devoted to the supreme lord whereas the demons are atheistic. They do not believe in God because they are materialists. These two classes of men always exist in this world. At the present moment, due to this age of Kali, Oral, the number of demons has increased, but the classification has existed since the beginning of the creation. This incident, which I am narrating to you, occurred very, very long ago, a few million years after the time of creation. This boy, Prahlad Maharaj, happened to be the son of the most atheistic person and the most materially powerful as well. So, you will be interested to hear this history. Because this society was materialistic, this boy had no opportunity to glorify the Supreme Lord. The characteristic of a great soul is that he is very eager to broadcast glorification of the Supreme Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, for example, was very much eager to broadcast the glorification of God. But demoniac people misunderstood him and crucified him. Prahalad Maharaj was a five-year-old boy and when he was in school, as soon as there was, a rec- there was a recreation period, when the teacher was off, he would say to his friends, My dear friends, come on, we shall speak about Krishna consciousness. I am just opening a scene. This is Srimad Bhagavadam, Seventh Canto, Sixth Chapter. The devotee Prahalad is saying, my dear boys, my dear friends, this is the time in this young age to prosecute Krishna Consciousness. Before that, he had held discussions with his little friends, but they said, Oh, we shall now play. Why take up Krishna Consciousness? In answer to this, Prahalat Maharaj is stating, If you are intelligent, then you must begin Krishna Consciousness from childhood. Srimad Bhagavatam offers Bhagavat Dharma or scientific knowledge about God. Bhagavatam means the supreme personality of Godhead and Dharma means the regulative principles of understanding Krishna consciousness. This human form of life is very rare. It's a great opportunity. Therefore, Pralat says, My dear friends, you are born a civilized human being. So this is the greatest opportunity. Although it is temporary, I do not know what is the length of my life. It's calculated that in this age the human body is meant to exist not more than a hundred years. But as the age of Kali advances, duration of life, memory, mercy, religiousness, and all such other assets decrease. Although it is temporary, you can achieve the highest perfection of life while in this human form. Why is this so important? This is the the opportunity. You can understand the Supreme Lord, the all-pervading Lord. For other life forms, this is not possible. By the gradual evolutionary process, we come to this plane. So this is the opportunity. This human life or this human form of life by nature's law, a human body is ultimately given to you so that you can promote yourself to the spiritual life and go back home, back to Godhead. The ultimate goal of life is Vishnu. In other words, Prahalat Maharaj will say, people who are in this material world enamored by the material energy do not know what the goal of human life is. Why? They have been enchanted by the glaring external energy, they have they've forgotten that their spiritual energy. This is explained later on. But here he says, this life is an opportunity to understand the ultimate goal of perfection, Vishnu. Why should we be very anxious to know Vishnu or God? Prahlad Maharaj gives a reason. Vishnu is the dearmost most person that we have forgotten. We all seek for some dear friend. Everyone searches in this way. A man searches for dear friendship in woman and woman searches for dear friendship in men. Or else, a man searches in man and woman searches in woman. Everyone searches after some dear friend, some sweet friend. Why? We want the cooperation of a dear friend who will help us. This is part of the struggle for existence and this is natural. But we do not know that our dear most friend is Vishnu, the supreme personality of Godhead. We are searching after some dear friend, but we do not know who this dear friend can be. Those who have read Bhagavad Gita will find this nice verse in the fifth chapter. If you make friendship with Krishna, the Supreme Lord, then you can understand perfectly that everything that exists in this world or other worlds is all the property of Krishna he is the prop writer and enjoyer of everything why are you performing austerity why are you performing religious rituals why are you giving in charity why do you engage in righteous activities whatever formulas you have manufactured are meant for pleasing the supreme lord and nothing more by your actions by your righteous activities when the supreme lord is pleased you will get the result. If by your actions you want to gain either material happiness or spiritual happiness, if you want to live on this planet or on other planets, if you want to be a human being or you want to be a tiger, cat or dog, whatever you like, you will get. Therefore, he's the most sincere friend. Whatever you want from him, you can get. But the intelligent man does not want anything that is materially contaminated. In Bhagavad Gita, you will find that Krishna says that one can elevate oneself to the highest planet, which is known as Brahma Loka, where the duration of life is millions and millions of years. You cannot figure the duration of life there. Your arithmetic will be ineffective. The statement in Bhagavad Gita is that Brahma's life is so long that 4,200,000 years make one day to him. Krishna says, whatever position you want, beginning from the end right up to Brahma, you can have. But the repetition of birth and death will be there. However, if somehow or other, by discharging Krishna consciousness in devotional service, you come to me, then you don't have to come back again and again to this material to, to this miserable material condition. Prahlad Maharaj said the same thing. We are searching for the most dear most friend, Krishna, the Supreme Lord. Why is he the most dear friend? By nature he is dear. What is the dear most thing within yourself? Have you analyzed? You are yourself the dear most thing. I'm sitting here, but if there's a fire alarm, I shall at once take care of myself. How can I save myself? We, fo- we forget our friends and even our children. Let me first of all save myself. Self-preservation is the first law of nature. Atma, self, in the grossest sense, refers to the body. In the subtler sphere of mind is Atma. And, the re- and in the real sense, Atma means the soul. In the gross stage, we're very fond of protecting the body. And in a subtler stage, we're very fond of protecting the mind. But above this mental, intellectual plane, where the atmosphere is spiritualized, we can understand, I'm not this mind and I'm not this body. Aham Brahmasmi. I am a part and parcel of the Supreme Lord. That is the platform of real understanding. Prahalad Maharaj says that of all living entities, Vishnu is the supreme well-wisher. Therefore, we are all searching for him. When a child cries, what does he long for? He longs for a mother, but he has no language to express this. By nature, he has his body, born of the mother's body. So there is an intimate relation with the mother's body. The child won't like any other woman. The child cries, but when the woman, who is the child's mother, comes and picks him up, at once he is pacified. He has no language to express all this, but the real demand is there. Similarly, we are trying to protect the body. This is self-preservation. It is a natural law of the living entity. Just as eating is a natural law and sleeping is a natural law. I defend the body because within the body there is soul. What is this soul? The soul is a part and parcel of the, Supreme, of the Supreme Lord. As we want to protect the hand or the finger because it is a part of the whole body, similarly we try to save ourselves because this is the defending process of the Supreme. <coughs> the Supreme does not need defense, but this is a manifestation of our love towards him, which is now perverted. The finger and the hand are meant to act in the interest of the whole body. As soon as I want the hand to come here, it comes. And as soon as I want the fingers to play on the drum, it plays. This is the natural position. Similarly, we are searching for God to dovetail our energy for the supreme, but under the spell of illusory energy, we do not know it. That is our mistake. Now... Here is an opportunity in human life. You have come to understand about Krishna consciousness, about your real goal of life, because you are human beings. I cannot invite cats and dogs and, hu- and human beings. A human being can understand the necessity of life. If he loses the opportunity, it is a great catastrophe. Prahlad Maharaj said, God is the dearmost personality of God. Uh, of all, we have to search for God. Then what about the material necessities of life? Prahlad Maharaj replies to this, You are after sense gratification, I know that. Sense gratification is automatically achieved by contact with this body. Because a hog has a certain type of body, his sense gratification comes from eating stool the very thing which is most obnoxious to you. At once after evacuating, you leave to get free from the batsman. But the hog is waiting. As soon as you evacuate, he will at once enjoy. Other animals are not attracted because one's form of pleasure-seeking is due to his particular body. There are different types of sense gratification according to different types of bodies. Therefore, Prahalad says, My dear friends, sense gratification is achieved according to one's particular type of body everyone who has a material body receives sense gratification don't think that the hogs eating stools are unhappy no they're getting fat in that way they're very happy now if a hog can achieve sense gratification why not a human being but that is not our achievement that is given by nature the facilities of a hog's body is offered by nature and the facilities of a dog's body are also offered by nature or God. Why should you labor for facilities which you are destined to receive anyway by nature's law? In every form of life, the bodily demands are satisfied by the arrangement of nature. This gratification is arranged just as there is an arrangement for distress. Do you like fever? No. No. Why does it come? I don't know. But does it? But it does come, does it not? Yes. Did you try for it? No. So how does it come? By nature. That is the only answer. Similarly, if miseries come by nature, your happiness will also come by nature. Don't bother about it. That is the instruction of Prahalad Maharaj. If you can receive the miseries of life without effort, Similarly, you can have your happiness also without effort. Then, what is the real purpose of this human form of life? You have to cultivate Krishna consciousness. Other things will be obtained by nature's law or God's law. Even if I don't try, whatever I am to achieve because of my past work and my particular type of body will be supplied at any stage or in any form of life facility is given for sense gratification as you do not try for misery so also happiness will take place without your control your real concern therefore should be to seek out the higher goal of human life we are spoiling our lives prahalad maharaj instructs his young friends My dear friends, material enjoyment involves agitating the senses. You have this material sense enjoyment, my dear friends, and your only thought is to how to enjoy these senses. That's all. In possession of a particular body, we have particular senses and we enjoy. For example, a camel enjoys thorny twigs. Why? Camels are very fond of thorny twigs because when they chew the twigs, blood comes out of the tongue and they taste their own blood the camel thinks this is very nice he eats thorny twigs and the twigs cut his tongue and blood oozes out he tastes his own blood but he thinks i'm enjoying this is sense gratification six life is also like that we taste our own blood and we think we are enjoying this is our foolishness the living entity who has contacted this material body is a spiritual being. But because he has a tendency to enjoy, to exploit this material energy he has contacted a body. There are 8400 thousand species of living entities, each with a different body. And according to the body they have particular senses in order to enjoy a particular type of pleasure. Pralat Maharaj says that this body and its particular type of enjoyment go together suppose you're given a thorny grass or twigs ladies and gentlemen here is very nice food it is certified by the camels it is very good would you like to take it no what nonsense are you offering me because you have a different body you have no taste for that but if you offer it to a camel because of his particular body it is a very nice meal. One man's food is another man's poison. If one is offered something which is not his food, he cannot take it. The stool-eating hog will not accept f- nice foodstuffs such as cake. Give him stool and it will be very nice. But if you are offered the stool, because you have a different body, you will say, What are you offering? There are different kinds of material enjoyment. But those who are actually intelligent, know that such enjoyment is due to the body. Actual happiness, however, is that which is not enjoyed by material senses, but by the spiritual senses. Because we are spirit, we have spiritual senses. Now these are covered by matter, and therefore we are entrapped. Therefore, we should not endeavor to achieve material happiness. It will come. The lower animals have no business profession, but still they eat and live. So, Prahlad Maharaj says, you need not endeavor for material pleasure. That will come. Because you have a body, it is predestined that bodily enjoyment as you are fit to enjoy it will come. If misery comes without our calling for it, so happiness will come without our calling for it. Therefore, we shouldn't be very conscious or anxious to aggravate our senses to increase material happiness. In any civilization, those who have no spiritual happiness always hanker after sense enjoyment. Prahlad Maharaj says, Your life is limited. Although it is very valuable, it is also very limited. And our duty is to dovetail ourselves in some way in Krishna consciousness and to act accordingly. You should not try to increase your material sense enjoyment. You cannot increase it. There are so many different kinds of bodies and they're guided by nature's law. You have to eat like this. You have to live like this. You have to sleep like this. It has already been arranged. Our higher intelligence comes with this human body because we have higher consciousness. We should try for the higher enjoyment in life, which is spiritual enjoyment. And, now, and how can that spiritual enjoyment be achieved? You should not waste your time simply hankering for material pleasure. Then what is to be done? One should absorb himself in serving the Supreme Lord who gives the pleasure of liberation. We should turn our attention to achieving the lotus feet of Krishna who can give us liberation from this material world. How long do we have to engage ourselves? Pralat Maharaj says, We are now in material entanglement. Now I have this body, I will quit this body after a few years and then I'll have to accept another body. Once you take up one's body and enjoy as your body's senses dictate, you prepare another body by such sense enjoyment and you get another body as you want it. There's no guarantee that you will get a human body. That will depend on your work. If you worked just like a demigod, you get a demigod's body. And if you work just like a dog, then you get a dog's body. This is not in your hands. It's in the hand of nature. Our duty is not to speculate on what we are going to get next. At the present moment, let us understand that we have this material body. Now, if we want to develop our spiritual consciousness or Krishna consciousness, then... We should at once engage ourselves in this Krishna activity. This is auspicious for further progress. How long should I do it? As long as this body does not stop working. We do not know when it will stop functioning. The great saint Pariksit Maharaj got seven days notice. Your body will fall in a week. But we do not know when our body will fall. As soon as we are on the road, there may immediately be some accident. We should always be prepared. Death is always there. We should not optimistically think, everyone is dying, I shall live. Why will you live if everyone everyone is dying? Your father has died, your mother has died, your sister, your other relatives. Why should you live? You will also die and your children will also die. Therefore, before death comes... As long as we have this human intelligence, let us engage in Krishna Consciousness. This is the prescription of Prahalat Maharaj. This material body is called Purusha. Everyone is anxious to enjoy. Purusha means enjoy or the enjoyer. And there is no one in this material world who does not like to enjoy sense gratification. Therefore, the body may be what it is, either male or female, but the desire, the ambition is to enjoy material life. So the body is called purusham. We do not know when this body will stop, but let us immediately engage in Krishna consciousness and act accordingly. But if I immediately engage myself in Krishna consciousness, what about my living? That is arranged for. I am very happy to inform you of the confidence of a student in one of our branches, there was a disagreement. One student said, "You're not looking after how to maintain the establishment." And he replied <clears throat> "Oh Krishna, oh, Krishna will supply. This is the very nice uh, th- this is a very nice conviction. I was glad to hear it. If cats and dogs and hogs." and get food and if we are going to be Krishna conscious and fully devote our service to Krishna will he not arrange our food also is Krishna ungracious no in Bhagavad Gita you'll find that the Lord says my dear Arjun, I'm equal to everyone no one is the object of my envy and no one is my special friend but for one who engages in Krishna consciousness I have special attention if a small child is completely dependent on the mercy of his parents, the parents have special attention for that child. Although the parents are equally good to all the children, for the small children who are always crying, mother, they always they have great concern. Yes, my dear child. Yes, this is natural. If you're completely dependent on Krishna, who's supplying food to the dogs, bees birds to eighty-four hundred thousand species of life, why should he not supply to you? This conviction is called surrender. But we should not think because Krishna is supplying my food I shall now sleep. No, you have to work but without fear. One should engage himself in Krishna consciousness. Now calculate our duration of life. In this age it's calculated that we can live at, at most to a 100 years. Formerly a human being used to live up to 100,000 years. In the Satyug or Age of Goodness, they used to live in, live for 100,000 years. In the next age, Treta Yug, they used to live for 10,000 years. And in the next called Dwapar Yug, they used to live for 1,000 years. Now, in this age called Kali, the estimation is for 100 years. But gradually, as the Kali Yuga Progresses, our duration of life decreases still further. Anyone can, understand this, and anyone can understand this. Suppose my grandfather lived 100 years and my son is going to live for 50 years and his son is going to live for 30 years. This is the progress of our modern civilization. We are very proud that we are happy and we are improving our civilization. The result, however, is that we try to enjoy material life but the duration of our life is shortened. This is called maya, illusion. Hare Krishna. Hare
0: Krishna. Hari Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare. Rama. Hare Rama. Rama Rama. Hare Hare. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare. Rama. Rama. Rama Rama. Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare. i <laughs> Had it Krishna, Krishna,
2: make radio.